Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to The Millennial Divide, a podcast about navigating the millennial decade we are a couple of sisters today. We're back with some sisters. Some sisters are back, others are gone. Shout out In to Dim. France, South of France. Au oh, so lucky. Anna, bonjour. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Au revoir. <laughs> Not yet. Bonjour. <laughs> Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> that is it. That's yeah, all we know. That is it. Hope Dimity Dim's knows looking. a lot more. Yeah, Dima does, but um, sadly she's not here to tell us about it, but no doubt she'll get feisty on the Instas and tell us all about her correct Our accent. pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Um, so today I'm Amy. I'm 37. I'm here. Without a baby. Without a baby, which is just the most brilliant thing. I love her to death, but oh my goodness, it's good when you get out without them, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. a bit of freedom. I've got arms. <laughs> Who would have thought? You don't have to jiggle. No. no. I do, I do sway. sway all yeah, the I time. Still, I still do that now. Oh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ellen, I'm 33, and I have a newborn today, so we've just swapped them around a little bit. We have, exactly. It's always nice to have another person along for the ride. And I am Claire, I am not a sister, um, but I am 33, I think, yes, Yes. am, and I'm very excited to be here today. Yes, excited to have you. We've got heaps to talk about today because today is International Women's Day. Go the ladies. So we'll talk about what that means and what the theme is and do we still need it? Mm, Interesting. We've got a recommendation. Isn't it romantic? It's actually my recommendation, which I'm sort of recommending. So we'll talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I may have watched it and told you. (laughs) And then I, yeah, have watched it and I've got feelings. Uh Uh-oh. Kylie Jenner makes an appearance again this week. I know we can't go a week without talking Kardashians, (laughs) Meghan Markle or Maths, but... It is a big week for Kylie Jenner because she has just been announced as the youngest ever self-made billionaire. Yes. Jeez. Beating Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, beating Mark Zuckerberg. I saw crazy. that. Crazy. So cra- that, that actually really blew my mind. Oh, crazy, crazy. And also the concept of self-made, which I know we've discussed ad nauseum, <laughs> but, you know, question mark there. Uh, Tons is fired up today, so she's going to have a rant, oh, which yes. I'm excited about because I don't think we've really heard her go nuts. No, I'm cross, guys. I'm oh, super cross. So oh, that cross. sounds serious. Ooh, I'm <laughs> Waking in my boots. <laughs> and Elle's going to finish it off with a mantra. Yeah. So let's kick into it, ladies. And if you want to join us, join the conversation on at the Millennial Divide via Insta, via Facebook. We love to hear what you're thinking. We'll put up corresponding posts to each of the segments so you can tell us what you think. Is Kylie Jenner myself made? Do you actually like Isn't It Romantic? Is Amy wrong, wrong for hating rom-coms? <laughs> And do we still need International Women's Day? Tell us what you think on at the Millennial Divide on Insta and our Facebook group at the same location. All right, so happy International Women's Day. 
Yay! Yay! Woo-hoo. Uh, yeah, woman, hear me rock. Is that uh, it? Is that the song? Yeah, yeah that's one of them. I reckon that's that. R E S C C T. Yeah, mm. find out what I mean. So many songs, oh. and yet we're still fucking celebrating International <laughs> Women's Day. Yeah, uh, despite the 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 music and the <laughs> and the fun. Um, so a bit about International Women's Day. I was kind of interested about this one because I haven't really dived in previously, but. International Women's Day was first founded in 1909 in the state. So oh. it was actually founded by the Socialist Party of America in New York City. Um, picked up a couple of years later in Russia, of oh. all places. Yeah, the Russians okay. really advanced. Um, and then it wasn't until 1975 that the UN picked it up and then that sort of got a global attention. And now it's um, actually celebrated as a, a holiday for a lot of countries. Um, it's also a day of obviously um, pursuing gender equality and female issues. Um, the theme for International Women's Day, depending on which website you go to, <laughs> is hashtag balance for, for better. And I love that the theme now has a hashtag. Oh, yeah, you got to have a like hashtag. Like you can't just say balance for better, it's no, hashtag. No, you got, you got to hashtag that baby. Um, and that's what is the theme on one website. But then if you go to the UN, their theme for this year is think equal, build smart, innovate for change. Oh. So don't quite. I've, the marketing peeps have got to get together on the <laughs> respective sides on this one. Um, but basically what the Balance for Better hashtag or theme is, it's all around creating a gender balanced world, which you can't really Yay. argue with. Um, and it's really designed to draw attention to creating better equality and across um, all facets of life, financial, political, government, home, all of that. So... My thoughts, because I'm just going to mm. kick off there, is I've just had a daughter and I've now got to explain the world to my daughter. Mm. And it's really hard to explain why we've got an International Women's Day without having to explain that the world is still so unfair for women. Mm. And I thought, oh, maybe there's an International Men's Day. That would be good. There is. Mm. It's on the 19th of November. No one knows about it and it was invented <laughs> in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> and I think probably just because someone yeah. was like, shit, we probably... You know, yeah, because probably otherwise people are going to use the line that every other day is International Men's Day. Yeah. So we have to actually yeah. get them. We'll yeah. have to find one. Correct. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Because I just wondered whether we're setting ourselves up for other by having mm. this constant need to draw out these special days and mm. have these special moments. And and I just wonder whether it's actually not helping the cause Oh, it's interesting, isn't it? Interesting. I actually think it is. I mean, I know I'm a sucker for any kind of celebration and I, and I do really get on board with things. And I know it seems ridiculous that we need a day, really, it should just be something that we're always mindful of. But I do think there is something wonderful about on a particular time or on a particular day celebrating the contributions of women mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a kind of galvanizing way of promoting the cause because it's still not equal right Mm. so to me that's to me the way that I see it that um it's like why do we celebrate birthdays why do we celebrate particular milestones or seasons you know Christmas Mm. or Easter I mean not that I'm saying that Christmas (laughs) and Easter are the same as International Women's Day but I just mean that I think um it's something nice to mark the f- and remind us of the fact that things aren't equal yet, but what can we do to keep forwarding it? I don't know, but you disagree? You don't think it's Well, I, I just think it creates the other and it creates an us and them. But and aren't we already 
Isn't that already established? Yeah, and that's where I'm kind of torn because I think, well, yeah, it is crap that we still have to have oh, I agree. a day yeah. to say, oh, let's be balanced. Women the same and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and create treat people equally. Um so I I do and I and particularly I mean there are two schools of thought because the world is not a fair place either. So mm. I'm what is happening in Australia in modern world with women is not the same as what's happening in, you know, Ghana Iraq or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we're dealing with very different senses of what is equal. Um, and also I know that this is another discussion but it, it leads in really nicely. I think it makes you also step in and go, what is still happening? Because this week Virgin Airways has told that their their flight attendants that they no longer need to wear makeup. I know. So in 2018, they were told that they had to wear blush, mascara and red lipstick at a minimum. So, you know, I think it allows us to stop, pause and assess where we're at and talk about it like we are now. We wouldn't be talking about whether we're balanced and why should we still have to have a day if we didn't have International Women's Day. So I think it just creates a dialogue. Yeah, mm. I mean, that was an interesting one, the Virgin Atlant- Atlantic, wasn't it? Virgin yeah. Atlantic, yeah. Flight attendants, or they're not called that anymore, cabin crew, yeah. they don't have to wear makeup, which we all felt was really interesting. Mm. Um, and the fact that then I thought about branding because I work in marketing and comments. I'm like, oh, you know, you do want your brand yeah. to be presented in a certain light. And is that part of that brand? And then I thought, well, yeah, but it's really conforming mm. to have to put women in that mm, yeah. amount of makeup and is that um that is progress I guess and I yeah. you know everyone's announcing stuff this week for International Women's Day I guess the fact that we've also got the first um the largest number of female cabinet members uh, ever um so the Morrison government has just announced and uh, another appointment of a woman making it the most women oh. ever and that's a coincidence I also <laughs> wondered um this week whether uh, women's issues will become one of the key electoral issues mm-hmm. for the federal election. Um, I noticed, God forbid we talk about Clive Palmer, but Clive Palmer has got his um, United Australia Party and I only know that because of the five billion ads of oh, And text maps. messages. Yeah, oh. I fortunately haven't had a text yet, but I do watch a lot of Married at First Sight and he has seemed to <laughs> buy out the entire Married at First Sight. Um, Interesting demographic he's going for. It's yeah. bizarre. I'm like, it's how so much bizarre. money are you dumping in this yeah. um, campaign? Anyway, but he, last night, his ad was all around gender equality, which oh, is wow. just amazing. That and amazing. how he's, I don't know, apparently got policies about women, who would think. <laughs> but I, it's... I mean, clearly it's International Women's Day today. It is a topic, uh, a conversation this week and and lots of organisations use it to then promote their female-friendly policies. But I did think, wow, that fact that the federal government shifting, Mm. even Clive Palmer's having to talk about it, maybe this election could be the election for women. And that, for me, would be more meaningful than one day for International Women's Day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, definitely. I mean, I think that the... Uh, Liberal Party have a really terrible optic kind of look at things at the moment with their lack of women and and the big resignations that have happened recently as well. Um, And I think that it would be wonderful to see more Liberal politicians who are female too. And if we are going to end up with a Labor government, we will then have a government that has the most women it's in its ranks, mm, I think, mm. than it's ever had. It's something like 40%. Mm, yeah, um, it's nearly equal. Yeah, yeah. But I do think it's a lovely 
opportunity just to reflect and celebrate. Mm. That's what I like. Okay. So we say happy International Women's Day and I say bah humbug. (laughs) Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so recommendations time. Um, Actually, not mine, but somehow I'm talking about it, so I'm happy to. Give it up, the the conversation. Yeah, Yeah. and isn't that romantic? It is not, let me tell you. Aww. Isn't that romantic? On Netflix 2019, starring Rebel Wilson, Liam Hemsworth, Adam Devine, Jennifer Saunders makes yeah. an appearance, a little cameo, mm-hmm. and Priyanka Chopra, who I now know who she is. Yeah. Other mm. than Meghan Markle's best friend. I, that's and how I married to Nick Jonas. And married to a Jonas brother. Um, I don't know which what they do. <laughs> Or which one is which? I just know that there are brothers. And they're coming back yeah. apparently. Oh, okay. Yay. I didn't know they were gone. I didn't oh. even know they were here. The only the only brothers I know are the Hanson brothers who were in Australia oh, recently. Oh, yeah. And the Hemsworth brothers. Oh, yeah. The Hem- oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. that's showing yeah. our age, isn't it? That yeah, we know the Hanson possibly. brothers more than the Jonas brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So the premise of this, it's a movie that's obviously been on Netflix exclusively. It's actually a Netflix production. It The premise is it's sort of the anti- rom-com. Apparently rom-coms died in 2012, people. Oh, yeah. an official date. <gasps> yeah, 2012 oh, rom-coms 20, died. The, yeah, yeah that was when, That's what The Atlantic says, so I trust okay, it. Okay, true. Um, so now apparently all the rom-com workers are out of work and they're oh. trying to rejig the rom-com. Mm-hmm. Um, to get more work. So mm-hmm. Silver Linings Playbook was one example. Mm-hmm. Which was Love excellent. Yes. Loved yes. it. So that was a yep. good example. Crazy Stupid Love, yes. I'd say, would oh, be another yes. one I that kind that. of turns it a little bit but still a rom-com. Crazy yeah. Rich, Rich Asians too. <gasps> yes. Another Brilliant. example. Um, right. The Amy Schumer... I'm Trainwreck. Pretty. No. I am, oh, yeah. I am Pretty. I'm Pretty, I'm pretty was another yeah. sort of mm. anti-rom-com. So there's a whole genre now of the anti-rom-com. So mm. the, the premise of this story is Rebel Wilson stars as Natalie. She's an Aussie living in Manhattan as an architect. As a young child, is kind of told love is dead because you're unattractive and unappealing um, by her very um, odd mother, Jennifer Saunders, who's got a terrible Australian accent. Yes. Oh, that was a terrible Australian <laughs> accent. Horrible, I have it? to say, that was the yeah. one thing. That, yeah. that, well, that was what Who magazine said. The one thing wrong about this movie is. Oh, I read that article. <laughs> accent, which I kind of agreed with until we got to Liam Hemsworth, and I'm like, what accent have you got? <laughs> you are Australian. You've got no excuse for your bizarre accent. And then I thought, hang on, that's a Hemsworth. Which one is he? Mm. So I had to Google, and then I went down the rabbit hole of. And Hemsworth. you realise there's three. I didn't even know there were three. Yeah. No. Well, I knew I found Chris then. Yes. And then I went down the rabbit hole of Chris and now want to be his friend and go to his surf parties with Matt Damon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That looks like in fun. Byron Bay. In Byron. Yeah. Oh I my know. God. He's he's building like a mega yes. complex in Byron. Yes. yes. It's humongous. It's like Hemsworth World. Oh. <laughs> It totally yeah. is. And now they have surf parties and Matt Damon comes along and their beautiful, lovely wives all hang yeah. out. Yeah. And, and now, they have like a private jet that flies them for, to LA and back. 
It oh is crazy. God. Living the dream. Can you imagine? Totally living the dream. Yeah. So that is not, isn't it, romantic? And it's not related to Liam, which is the one who married Miley. Yes. Oh, I'm okay. now familiar with which one with is caught up with the Hemsworths. I'm all over the Hemsworths. I de- I, Daily Mail helped me a lot, <laughs> let me just say. We spent a bit Great. of time together. Great journalism. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Really went deep. So anyway, the premise is um, Rebel Wilson, a.k.a. this character Natalie, finds herself in this kind of rom-com world where she hits her head, she doesn't believe in love, and then she goes falls into a rom-com where it's full of moments, pretty mo- pretty woman moments where she ends up having, you know, the outfit, that cream outfit with the big hat and the red dress and, and then um, it plays music at random times to her and so forth. And, and everyone falls in love with her. Yes, yes. Yeah, and then, exactly. And, and New York smells great. Yes. It smells gross. It's There's perfect shops. And... and spoiler alert, the whole outcome is she ends up falling in love with herself and not the boy. <laughs> well, Although, I, I bloody love that so much. She did fall in love. Look, do you know what? Okay, so let me tell you what I... It's a bit meta. Like it, yeah, it yeah. is taking yeah, out yeah, a little it bit. Is. You know. yeah. I'll tell you what I liked and I'll okay. tell it, then I'll tell you what I disliked. Yes. What okay. I disliked was three quarters of the film, um, <laughs> the first three quarters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, I disliked the whole thing until, and I actually paused it, and then I realized I was doing the summary. So I thought, freaking hell, I better watch the end of this. <laughs> and it was only at the end that I really liked it. And that was the moment where she actually fell in love with herself. Mm. And because before that, it was just a bit confused. It wasn't really um, a, a, a send up and it wasn't a rom-com. It just felt a bit all over the place. I agree. That was my, I thought, are they making fun of this or are they embracing this genre? Yeah. They didn't yeah. know what they wanted no, to do. No, no. And they still were a bit confused at the end because, spoiler alert, she does fall in love with the boy and the boy falls mm. in love with her. Um, but there were a few beautiful moments. That was one beautiful moment where she did end up being with herself, mm. which I just thought, oh, that's a nice little story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also loved the musical moment at the end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant. That the was, karaoke. That was great. Yeah, yeah, the karaoke. Yeah, there are a few great excellent. musical yeah. moments. Adam Devine, the chemistry with Adam Devine is always him. good. He's from Pitch yeah. Perfect. Pitch Perfect. They had a great yeah. chemistry in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. They've continued it on in this one. I don't know, Tons, this was first your recommendation. <laughs> yeah. What did you obviously really like? Oh, look, I'm a big sucker for romantic comedies and the older I get, the more I just lo- I love watching worlds that are just kind of funny and romantic mm-hmm. and nothing dark and sinister because yeah. I often find things get stuck in my head and I yeah. do love other kinds of more serious shows but there's something really lovely about when the world is really tough, just watching something fun and yep. lighthearted. Um, what I thought was so important about this was that Rebel Wilson is not a girl that you would normally see as yeah. a lead. And she's, um, I would say, very voluptuous, mm. uh, like a, a very curvy girl, yeah. very funny. I thought her character was really, really funny and very relatable. I and felt very like, dry, a bit of Amy Schumer about yeah, her too. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I felt like I've met girls like her mm. a lot and girls that I think – don't see themselves in film mm. and don't see themselves in sitcom. And I think sometimes that can be hard and hard to watch because it's something we're not used to. And yep. in the same way um, as I watched To All the Boys I Loved Before, which, I was, love which was that a movie. brilliant, that, another yeah. brilliant romantic comedy on Netflix, um, and that's starring a girl um, of Asian origin. Mm. And 
in the same way that it wasn't made a big deal of in that way, it was just refreshing to see a more diverse character yeah. that wasn't your Julia Roberts, that wasn't sort of a Meg Ryan-esque, yeah. cute but not too cute, sexy but doesn't know it kind mm, of, yeah. you know, that like really <laughs> Emma Stone-esque character. I thought Rebel was funny. I thought she was complex. I thought I know that it's lighthearted and she was silly and funny, but I also thought what a wonderful message. She had real chemistry with the lead, mm. which I thought you really got invested in. You could almost see that they were in love at the beginning yeah, of it. They you love working were, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See a she real and Adam Devine definitely need to go on and do more oh, stuff yeah, together. Right. They're, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a great chemistry, but also you can see a real friendship. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. For all of the flaws like the accent and and sometimes you were sort of thinking, where is this going? What is it? Yeah. For all of that, I just thought seeing a friendship and then a love by for from a guy for a girl who doesn't look the way mm. that we're taught to look, how brilliant. Yeah. More of it, please. Mm. And I, I just I loved it. And and I think the more that we can show women that there is not one way to look mm. and one way to be to make you desirable. Mm. And my husband recommended that I watch it because he mm. really enjoyed it. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, my husband was sitting on the couch next to me giggling away too. Yeah. Like there was moments where like, oh, this is funny. Mm. Yeah. I just, I agree with all of that. I've got, I tried to do a bit of a dim haiku and it didn't work. I don't know how you do it dim. <laughs> but I said, you know, Liam, Liam Hemsworth being funny, yay. Dance numbers, always okay. I like how they explored the gay best friend stereotype. Oh, yeah, and, and just that, that was he that. was actually just like really like dry since yeah. he went a drug dealer. He's like, I'm yeah. just a normal person. Yeah, exactly. It's not a trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that. So I loved all that. I wanted the script to do more with them I think is where I felt it missed the mark. I thought Rebel Wilson is so funny and I feel like she nearly got there and it just kind of petered out towards mm. the end. So I th I just wanted more I think was what my main thing is but I really liked it. I liked the intent. I think more of that. Yeah, just more different women on yeah. screen mm, and, yep. and more women able to look. Like I thought she looked beautiful. Oh, she looked great. And and I think that the more that we can show that, that yep. women don't have to look one way. We yep. don't all have to be Kardashians yep. to be desirable, to be loved, to be valuable, to be mm. funny, you know. And also at the end of the day, life is about that relationship you have with yourself and as corny as it is, that made me feel yeah. so good mm. to think that, yeah, think go through your head and think about all the moments in your, in your life mm. where you've gone, I was awesome. God, yeah. I'm funny. God, yeah. I'm great. Like <laughs> how often do we spend going, I can't believe I said that. I yeah. can't believe I did that. Oh, mm. Did you see that photo mm. of me? I look terrible. You know, instead of going, man, bloody kicked ass in that. Yeah. You yeah. know, just have a highlight reel of your life. Mm. It's true. Time. The only thing that made me f – no, there was a moment also early on that made me feel deeply uncomfortable and that was the use of the child actor to be portrayed as really unappealing. I and, agree. And I know fat, that got to um, me too. And yeah. unattractive. And I was thinking, oh, yeah. that poor kid. Yeah. How's the mm. casting? How yeah. does that kid negotiate that in her head to be yeah. portrayed as that? Mm. Um, and that made me think, yeah. oh, is that... Are we doing the right thing by putting kids up to do that? Yeah. I don't but know. But the same with like Little Miss Sunshine and, you know, mm. all of those kinds of things that talk about children and, you know, the their perception look. and yeah, of their true. image and, I and all that. Um, I you know. know what? You've just brought up a really good point because Little Miss Sunshine for me is probably my favourite movie, mm. hands down. I mm. love that yeah, film. It's beautiful. And that to me is a beautiful, charming example mm. of what this film failed to do yeah. a little bit. It's sort of – 
it taught, it was much grittier and a bit realer. more authentic. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But also, I guess I've come to realize I really hate rom coms in general. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. See, God. I love like Get knife off. to my heart. Give me a New York skyline and a do 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 do. Any, and I'm just like sailing away in a happy place. I yeah. I would have watched Definitely Maybe, which is on Netflix, <laughs> about a hundred times with Ryan oh, Reynolds. <laughs> I love rom-coms. Nah, There's okay. just something safe about it. I it think, is. I, I think agree. life is hard and sometimes, for me anyway, <laughs> not, not for everything, mm. but, you yeah. know. No, no, so I'm the wrong audience. Anyway, that's all right. Semi-recommendation. Look, I, d- I didn't yeah. mind it. I didn't mind it. Yeah. It's worth a watch. I definitely yeah, I think it's It's got a free afternoon. It's nice just to put yeah. on in the background if you're cooking or you're yeah, pottering yeah. around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so big day on International Women's Day. A couple of days ago it was announced that Kylie Jenner of the Kardashian fame. Mm-hmm. Don't know if we've heard about Kylie. Anyone heard hey, about Kylie? Which one No, I don't know. No, not <laughs> the Kylie we're familiar with in Aussie. It is the Kylie Jenner of the Kardashian clan um, who's just recently been embroiled in all of the hoo-ha with her best friend hooking up with the ex of the blah blahs and they're all hooking up with each other, which apparently um, Chloe had separated from him months ago, just by the side by. Side note. What? It's side not really note. true. I know. I know. Who would have Surely not. It? It's all planned. Who would have oh, God, it? I hate reality TV with a passion. Anyway, yeah. continue. Thank goodness for the Pinkett, for Jada Pinkett Smith and the Smiths in general who helped her tell her story. Anyway, sidebar. So Kylie Jenner has just been announced as the youngest ever self-made billionaire. What is going on? Yes. So this has been announced by Forbes and she has beaten Mark Zuckerberg, who was 23 at the time when he was declared the youngest ever self-made billionaire. And it was due to her cosmetic business and her endorsements. And she's down as the world's youngest billionaire and the youngest self-made billionaire. So they've got two categories, one family influenced and one self-made. I'm putting that in quotations. And I think we'll talk about that a little bit later why, maybe. Um, Last year, Kylie Cosmetics did $508 million and she owns 100% of the company. Wow. So their overheads, they said, are pretty slim. They've only got seven full-time workers and five part-time staff. Doesn't surprise me because our freaking lip kit never arrives. Oh, yeah, never arrives. So actually, yeah. Yeah. Those seven employees <laughs> need to crank up a little bit. Well, she's outsourced a lot of the shipping. She uses Shopify, which is a program that, okay. that does all of her shipping externally. Right. And the actual product itself is not made by her company either. And also she doesn't pay for marketing because it's all social media. Yeah, exactly. So, And she had that base beforehand. So there's some clever things that they've done, obviously, to make their profits as much as they have because they're not super expensive cosmetics. They're pretty yeah. standard. Yeah. Um, so... What do you think about this, ladies? Jealous? Much? I am. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being. I wouldn't mind a billion dollars. Yeah, that'd be look, great. Look, you know me. I I have so many issues with the beauty industry in general, mm. and I to me it speaks to our global economy and the reliance of our global economy on. Um, the insecurities of women. Mm. And I know that sounds like a really... Particularly young women because that correct. is her demographic. That is, is who she chases on social media. Yeah, correct. Young, impressionable, probably correct. 14 to, I don't know, 20. Yeah. How old was Dim? Dim got the lip kit. Yeah, 27. <laughs> I know. And, and it makes me cross. 
And even though I'm also, you know, all for women out there in business doing their thing, I think it's brilliant mm. and good on her for creating her company in the way that she has. Um, but I also think that it shows just what a global empire and the amount of money that is mm. pumped into mm. the world through beauty. Mm. The beauty. I read a, re- a statistic recently that if women stopped buying beauty products, the entire global economy would fall over. Oh, my goodness. So that's how much money yeah, yeah, yeah. is invested in making us feel bad about ourselves <laughs> and making us think that if we have the perfect lips yeah. and if they look like Kim, uh, not Kim, <laughs> Kylie. Well, Kim and Kylie. Kim and Kylie. Yeah. If you look like a Kardashian, you will feel better about yourself. Mm. See, my thing actually isn't about the beauty because, you know, I like makeup and whatevs. My thing is about the self-made because Twittersphere, you know, kind of went into a rage about that saying it's because of her family celebrity that she got, you know, promoted so much. I actually think it's about the privilege that she's come from. And I was reading everydayfeminism.com and they had a great way of describing it that having family coming from privilege, it's a bit like a tailwind. And this is a quote from their website, which I thought was so good. It's taking your effort and energy and propelling you further forward than those who must fly against the winds of our society's constructs of power and privilege. I thought Mm. that is why, yes, she's probably worked her butt off. She has been very strategic. She's been very clever, but she has had a tailwind the whole way. She has had access to people who have been able to set up her company, who have been able to um, put her on the board, who have been able to say, hey, this is how I set up my multi-million dollar empire. Here are some tips that you might like to use. Hey, here is an Instagram follower that you might be been influential for. And I think that that is not recognised in this article, that I think a lot of people would go, oh my gosh, I could be like that at 21. Well, if you've got the privilege background that you come from, then yeah, you probably could. But if you don't, you probably have to go through a lot more steps to get there. Mm. And that's what I kind of took out yeah, of it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. She's had a big um, step up and, and doesn't recognise that in, in comparison to, say, Mark Zuckerberg, who yeah. didn't yeah, have it was like a college student. Yeah. yeah. But she also only invested a quarter of a million dollars, which mm. is, is an accessible yeah. amount of money for a lot of people. If, yeah. if you went to the bank with a decent income or not even, you know, not a, a overly high income, you'd probably get a, mm. a loan for about 250000 mm. So it's not out of the realm of what yeah, you could do. a lot of people could do. But don't you think she, like if I took out another loan, you know, we've got our house loan, but if I took out a loan for 250000 it would have to work. And she had a safety net of wealth yeah. to take that and say, Let's just give it a shot. If it doesn't work and I lose $350,000, well, that's all right. Yeah, but it's also high risk, high return. I think yeah. um, with a lot of successful people, they do take punts mm. for large amounts of money that are um, commensurate with their wealth. So, yes, it's mm. a lot to lose, but a lot of people do that mm. with that sort of entrepreneurial spirit because that is the nature of the game. You know, you you win big, you lose big, you mm. win big. Mm. And that's kind of the difference, I think, mm. with successful business people. I'm not I'm not disputing she came from a really good base um, and 250K probably wasn't very much at all for her mm. at that point. I actually think the crux of it is she it wasn't even the money or, or whether her family was wealthy. It was the following. Yes. And yes. Oh, and she, yeah. she says that. And the celebrity. She says yeah. that 100%. Because yeah. that, that She's got now. got 123 million yeah. Correct. So that brand and that base of following is worth far more mm. than whether you've come from a wealthy family. Mm. Oh, totally. I think. Mm. Yeah, because, because now that's 
the currency, particularly for young people and young yeah. women online. And mm. I, I read an article recently about Instagram and how companies are investing more and more in Instagram mm. advertising. And mm. I know myself, I've bought stuff through Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Um, because of the nature of it, it's so perfect. You're, mm. you're sitting there at, late at night mm. with a glass of wine or something and you're scrolling <laughs> through images. So you're seeing what yeah. you could possibly buy. The links are right there. Mm. Um, and so I think... Yeah, it's the nature of, of new business now and media is all going into social media followings and mm. that influencer kind of sphere. And I reckon actually big business is slow to catch on to that. Absolutely. I, th- I think they're behind the eight ball in what young people now are looking towards um, and just how valuable influencers are. Totally agree. I mean, it's interesting because I started my career very much um, working in fashion and PR and and back in in the day when magazines (laughs) were still influential. Yeah, the olden days (laughs) when there were magazines. And, um, you know, the the sign of a successful campaign was getting product into fashion mags. And early in the time, fashion mags recognised that they had to make it easy to buy. Mm. So they started playing with QR codes and stuff like that, which never worked because, of course, who the fuck uses a QR code? I don't even, still don't know how to use a QR code. But Instagram has completely filled that void of magazine mixed with commerce Mm -hmm. and it's just brilliant. And I guess the argument could be made that Kylie Jenner could probably have sold anything. Yeah. Like yeah. it did, probably didn't mm. have to be a lick. Could have been clothes. Could have been, been hair products. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been anything. Yeah. And in comparison, I was listening to a podcast the other week by the Shameless Girls who do fantastic analysis of marketing and current events. And um, they were talking about Napoleon Purtis, who is an Australian cosmetic giant when we were growing up. And his company was putting voluntary administration not that long go and they were talking about how he derided social media and the YouTube bloggers and beauty bloggers and so just the difference between the two a 21 year old is now a self-made billionaire because Mm. she has exploited that platform Mm. so I think it's a really interesting time for it I do I think it's also the price point I do think that Kylie was really clever with the price point because $29 not $30 29 is really affordable for young women Agree. It's just affordable. And I guess it wouldn't be an episode if we couldn't talk, if I couldn't talk about Married at First Sight. But um, <laughs> one thing I have noticed in Married at First Sight is that the younger girls, like um, Jessica is one mm. and Martha, mm. there's a few of these younger ones. They look. They look like Kardashians. They look like Kardashians. I yeah, think I was watching oh, it last night. I thought, oh my God. They've got the lips, they've got the butts, yeah. they've got the, even the outfits, like the slides yeah. that they're the wearing. Eyebrows. Everyone yeah. is getting paint, the thick painted paint, eyebrows. Thick painted yeah. eyebrows, which yeah. Kardashians can pull off but can't always be pulled yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I had, I had not dawned on me mm. the influence of the Kardashians mm. just through every fast of life yeah. until I saw yeah. that on the maps. And that's, I mean, we could go on forever about this, but we need producer Claire in the corner being like, enough time. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's what makes me so cross because mm. I think yeah. that women and young women particularly are looking to these um, sort of unrealistic expectations of what it means to be a woman and what, mm. it, what you should look like. And it's a, not attainable for everyone. B, dangerous. Mm. And C, it makes everyone homogenous. Everyone looks the yeah. same. Mm. Yeah. And not even in just a way, what clothes you wear now, but in physical mm. changes yep. totally of injecting agree. stuff into yep. your face. And mm. I think that that is dangerous. Mm. Mm. Good rant. 
Cool. Another but one well done, yeah. Kylie. Spend yeah. your billions. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Can we please be your new best friend? I hear you've got an opening. <laughs> Will you take newborns? <laughs> segue just done a rant from Tom. <laughs> really Tom. fired up this week aren't I? I've never heard I'm cross so many times except for when <laughs> my mum used to say it. Is that I'm the oldest cross. lady thing to say in the world? I was like I'm scared if you're cross I'm scared. I'm in trouble. said cross is not that bad is it? Cross is kind of just like I'm mildly annoyed. Yes. Oh, it's God. very mum. Okay Tons. Producer Claire's coming out with her rant. What is it? What's got you fired up aside from the Kardashians, International Women's Day, and isn't it romantic? (laughs) Right, okay, so I am furious about phones at the moment. I am, and I know this is an old trope, it's an old topic that people talk about all the time about how everyone looks at their phones Mm. and phones taking us away from our friends and blah, but I can... Sorry, what were you saying? I was just on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, case in point, I am so unbelievably sick of talking to people who then pull out their phone. I agree. Halfway (gasps) through the conversation. Halfway through the conversation. And I'm talking about also members of my own family here, (laughs) not to name any names. It's it's not particularly about one person, but it's just happening in general. And I feel like... It's a, it's, a, it's a statement that you're making mm. that if you are, like, talking to someone and they pull out their phone, mm. you no longer matter to them, mm. you know. You, what you say is no longer important. Mm. And I think as well it's kind of breaking down our friendships mm. in that we're so connected in lots of other ways, which is great with our phone, but it's so highly addictive. Mm. Oh. And I feel it in my own self. I am so addicted to my phone. If I don't have it on me, I get anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really... I mean, there's so much research about this, about the dopamine hit that we well, get even every time we the look light. at it. If I'm working and I'm at the computer and I've got my phone blinking, I have to turn my phone over yes. so I don't see Same. the blinking light saying I've got new notifications. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But even now yeah. I can see it and I'm going to have to turn it over because I want to check it. Yeah, exactly. Correct. It is incredible, isn't it? I was having a think about this. I can't remember why um, the other day about just how quickly this has happened mm. because in 2008, <laughs> Way take back in yourself the day. back to 2008. Yeah, I was finishing uni. Okay. I was oh. in New York um, on a work trip mm. and I was catching up with a, a mate who lives over there and we got a bit lost. We were trying to find the cool place to go in Brooklyn, which back then was when Brooklyn was only just becoming a little bit cool, so you had to really find <laughs> the like right street. like in a bunker down an alleyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And literally one of my friends who lived in Brooklyn had like someone murdered out the front of her house that week. So it was like 50-50 whether Brooklyn would kill you or be cool. Um, anyway, so my friend pulled out his brand-new iPhone and we Googled something. Oh. We, I Googled. I remember the first Google I ever oh did on an iPhone. Zagat plus Brooklyn plus cool. And I was when you still had to do all the pluses. I don't need yeah. pluses anymore. Yeah, when I was doing yeah. a Zagat, you know, Zagat search for yeah. good cafes. Anyway, and I just remember. And then we could link it on the maps yeah. and go and actually find this cool Zagat, you know, cafe. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, this is going to change the world. Yeah. Like this is yeah. so unbelievably cool. Mm-hmm. I just never wanted something more mm-hmm. than that iPhone at that moment. And the minute they came out in Australia, then I, mm-hmm. I got one. I was so on board. That's only just over 10 years ago. Yeah. 
And I was thinking about how much the world has changed mm. and how now I'm thinking about, oh, I know what it was because there was a big um, piece on screen time by mm. the 7.30 mm. report the other night and just how parents are completely addicted to their phones and well, there's not enough research now with kids about the mm. impact yes. and I was thinking about oh, how do you deal with that. Um, and just how... What is this doing to our brains? What is it doing to children's brains? And what's it also, I've just done a whole master's on child development and language development, and what's it doing to their language development? Because a lot of the language development comes by something called joint attention, Mm. which is when kids are looking at something, you also look at it and you comment on it. So if your child's looking at a dog, you say, oh, yes, that's a black dog. Isn't it cute? It goes woof, woof. The child hasn't said anything, but you have noticed that they were watching and you give the language to it. Mm. We're not doing that anymore because we don't notice that our children are looking at things because we're looking at our phones. And I'm interested in the long-term effect of what's that going to do for children's language and then their reading and their writing and everything that flows on their social interactions and totally agree. all of that. And I saw this week on Insta Glennon Doyle, who we also can't stop yeah, this, And this is where it came from. Yeah, It's yeah. fabulous because she put on her Insta that when her kids' friends come over, they have a basket at their house and they have to put all their phones in it. The kids' friends do. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's a big ask. You know, you're not their parent. And she says... It's because we're the boss of our house. So you have to do it. You can check in if your parents want to call you. But other than that, you have to interact. And I tagged my husband and I'm like, we're doing this. I yeah. This is happening mm. for when we have, you know, kids' friends mm. over with phones. I mean, I think, the two-year-old's phone consumption uh, is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> she does love going on her little play mobile though, which is yeah. a worry. But, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And and I and what I thought was the most interesting about it was in that post, Glennon said that initially the kids are a bit disgruntled, but mm. then they seem relieved. I love oh. that bit. I know. And I felt yes. that yeah. the other day. I went for a run and I had my phone in my hand. I went, I'm going to leave it in the car. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, I'll be bored. Put it in the car, shut the door, and suddenly I'm running. I'm like, oh, my God, there are birds. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. air smells nice. Oh, this is great. Yeah. And I suddenly had this whole clear breathing space mm. and I thought, Wow. What mm. are we doing, phones? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've got – and it's listening to me as well. Oh, it's hard, yeah. Yeah. No, so this is really creepy. I'll give you a creep, another creepy phone mm. example. I bought – I saw on Insta a recommendation from Lee Campbell, who's a great beauty editor who works mm. at Mamma Mia, for sunscreen. I thought, fabulous. I need a good sunscreen. Great. Um, so I bought this sunscreen, ultraviolet. Mm. Shout out to you, Australian company, 50-plus <laughs> um, UV. Anyway. Next thing I know, ultraviolet has started following the millennial divide on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. How did that happen except that I use the same phone? So somehow, I don't know how it's because it wasn't. Because not even like you're getting ads for it. They've literally followed. And it's your personal accounts. They've somehow worked out your personal accounts. A link. millennial divide. millennial divide. And we now shout out to Ultraviolet. Give us some freebies if you want to follow us. And we are all in need of Ultraviolet (laughs) protection. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, okay, so something cuckoo kachoo is going on with their tracking and their cookies and whatever. And my phone must be listening in some Respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a device that is be- mm, increasingly evil. becoming smarter than us. It's it a is. Terminator. It right? is. Mm. It worries me. <laughs> okay, rant done. Good one. Good one. That's a good rant. Let's finish on a on a calm note. <gasps> it is quite El, calm. You've actually. got a sleeping baby in your arms, I which do. is always nice. But we um, actually just got a call out. 
I've, I've taken a few pics. We are currently sitting in the dark recording this podcast to ensure the baby sleeps. We are only lit up by our screens. <laughs> our screen time is an all-time high because it's our only form of light. And it's working a treat. But whatever gets time. this podcast done, whatever yeah. gets it done. It's also 4 o'clock in the morning. Did we comment on that? Yeah. It's the only time that we're all awake. No, it's not. It's not. I actually got this quote and I was reminded by it um, by one of our listeners on our Facebook group, which was so lovely, and I thought, oh, I do love that one. And it's from one of my all-time favourite movies, which is Dead Poets Society with Robin Williams. And not a rom-com. Not a rom-com. No, no. but teaching. <laughs> My other one. <laughs> and it actually goes in very nicely with Taunt's rant because it's by Henry David Thoreau and it says, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not when I came to die discover that I had not lived. So I think it goes so oh, nicely. Nice. I think being deliberate about how you live your life and whether you take your phone or how mm. you treat people and that you don't get to the end of it and go, ah, oh, I haven't really explored everything I need to explore. Mm. So, yeah, I That's love that really one. good. Mm. It's also really good that I think he's a relative of Justin Thoreau's <laughs> and I wonder what Justin's up to. Oh, Amy. From the hills. No, from um, Who's just, Jennifer, oh, Jennifer Aniston. That's Justin ex. Bobby. <laughs> oh, Amy takes it right back to what lowbrow. I love. I actually do really have a massive thing for poetry and English poets too. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, and that, also that quote's beautiful. I know it's it beautiful. is a beautiful quote. No, yeah, good one, Elle. We need Good to job. all sit in the woods for a little bit and get off the do. phone. Yes. Yeah, go for a walk in the woods. Yep. But listen to us first. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, take your phone to listen to the money you want to buy, though. And then turn I mean, it off. Really. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can put your phone in your pocket and podcasts are quite therapeutic, I think. Yeah, they make yeah. you think. Get, yeah. They're not looking at Just, you know what, don't look at your screen at the same time. That's Correct. the trick. Correct. Just a bit of mindfulness. All right, so that's been the Millennial Divide. Thank you for listening. If you've liked what you've heard, listen for free in Apple Podcasts. For free. We're going to get anything for free except for us. But, yes, we are free. Another podcast. But listen Another to podcast. Us. Yes. <laughs> um, and rate and review. We love the ratings. We love the reviews. We love the comments. We're starting to really have an influx of comments and we're loving hearing where you're listening to us. So we've got a train driver. Shout it's out. Awesome. To our train driver. She's yep. an awesome train she does not listen and drive. No, she's, she's made that she's clear. She's very safe. Yes, yes, she's very safe. But she does like. We to won't tell you she's what. Lovely. <laughs> what line she drives? No, in, just in case <laughs> there's a little bit of blurred lines. She's but very safe. Yes, but we love um, listening to or hearing about where you've you're listening and seeing your little posts on Insta, um, talking to us on Facebook. So keep that up, and um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And join the conversation at The Millennial Divide on Insta and Facebook. And we will see you next week. See you next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 